Hi, it's Jasmine. You know, that girl who did you know what way before the internet ever existed. Join me and my special guest every week as we talk about anything and everything because nothing is too taboo. So punch your ticket and get on board the crazy train with me, Jasmine Saint Clair. All aboard! Wait, so, so those aren't people that you actually have a crush on. Those are actually your career clippings. Back yeah. Then. Yeah, they're all trimmings of, uh, those are all the people's jocks that I got into their bags and were able to sniff while they were wrestling. So I, every time I steal. Uh, Warhead, who we don't, he actually got tried to get booked on XPW and Rob didn't book him. So fuck you, Warhead. Yeah, seriously, if someone doesn't want to book you, that's their loss, but you're better off not like taking a bunch of bookings and like believe as much as I think you're an idiot. Um, Thank you. You're no problem. Uh, did you need your emotional support pet today to talk to me? Yeah, no, he, Teddy just left. Teddy went back with my sister back home. So my emotional, that's why I'm a little touchy today. So please go easy on me, Jasmine. I don't have my emotional support dog. So, you know what your pronouns are at least? Yeah, I have that checked out. I have it written on the back of my hand. So. Yeah, but I mean, it's got to be scary. Like, why would you have even picked wrestling? Because you're, you're not like, some steroided out juice monster unless that's your next step i don't know <laughs> well hey you know what's funny and i'll send you some photos so i had a steroid stage where i got i was pretty fucking yoked out and then i don't know i just kind of fizzled off from it i guess i was more party actually when i started getting booked more i stopped working out so that's probably not a good uh, a good look but yeah it's uh, that's that's what happened so i kind of got down on the juice and then i went back to normal body size but i still have my fucking muscle mass and my muscle memory and i can still go back to it if i wanted to but what made you choose to be exclusive to xpw wrestling it was funny you were saying before how you're like oh if somebody doesn't want to book you it's it's their problem when uh, i was living i was living with jimmy lloyd and he called rob black to go do one of the theater brutalities like the the no ring like house show kind of kind of deals and i knew like in the just because who i was and how i operated I knew Rob Black would have loved me and I knew that it was going to be a good fit to go work there. So I was like, I just need to get in front of him and meet him and talk to him and like have some like time one-on-one with him. And I know that he'll, uh, uh, he'll be into me. And then eventually I at the beginning, I knew he always liked me. I just think he was trying to figure out a way to implement me into the show. Um, That's why it just like took a little bit from working to him uh, for when I started working for him to, to get on like the main roster where he was just trying to find like a fit that made sense to everything else he was working on. And then once he figured out uh, where to put me, it was, it was, you know, off to the races. See, it's kind of freaky when you say you wanted to get one-on-one time with him, because I really, I mean, you know, it goes so many different ways with you, but who actually trained you to wrestle? And did you have a normal job before? I mean, what is a normal my, my, my grandfather, he trained me to wrestle. He used to drop a pair of car keys in my pocket and try to wrestle them out with his hand. <laughs> Serious? <laughs> no. God damn it, Jasmine. Santino Morella. <laughs> okay, no, that's interesting. That's a name you haven't heard. Nobody hears anymore. Okay. He's from Mississauga. Fun fact, he's a fucking good old Canadian guy. And uh, yeah, got, uh, he was just in OVW and um they put him in as an italian he was playing like a russian before like a russian like mma fighter that was his like gimmick before which is like funny it's such a swap of what he did but yeah santino at battle it's academy so is he from laval montreal or no 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 he's from mississauga like he's from from where i am yeah so he's yeah from here i don't think anyone else from from a lot of guys like they say are from Toronto, like Edge and Christian, but they're from like Orangeville, which is like 45 minutes up the road. Like it's not, it's, it's not all, all from around here. Yeah. Like Canada has a bunch of really good wrestlers. And I think the only other really amazing thing out of Canada is Rush. So that's like, okay. oh my God, I was in Hamilton, Ontario. And I remember like trying to figure out like, where is Getty Lee from? Where is like, where is Rush from? I, and you're obviously you're old enough to know Rush, right? Yes. Yeah. Good. I hope so. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> Thank closer God. to the heart huh can you closer to the heart can you sing to some of it i'm not gonna sing to fucking I, no my first <laughs> album was caress of steel with bestial day and i bought it at a year um some guy was selling albums at the side of the street in manhattan and i paid a dollar for it 
If you were you yeah, bought was- a dollar you bought somebody street meat for a dollar on the side of Manhattan. Well, he had albums, he had books, so he wasn't he wasn't a bum, first of all. He looked just he looked like some <laughs> schmuck that was getting thrown out of his house because like his wife probably kicked him out. Oh, you got too many albums, you got too much this, too much that, and like it just went out there into the street. So with him, so he had to make money somehow. But he's I think he was clean, I guess. I don't know. I was really in at the time. Um <laughs> So that's the, but of all the places to end up, XPW wrestling, and you weren't yeah. scared or anything like that. Like, did you watch Dark Side of the Ring? Yeah, we had watched the Dark Side the night that he had booked us, and I had seen it before. But like, me and Jimmy both sat down and watched it because we were, and it made me more excited to be honest. And the first time I was there, we went like hard. Like, I can't say everything obviously that we did, but the next morning I woke up with no shoes and I walked back through Rochester barefoot, got in my car, and then drove back across through the border. So. It was, I made sure like my first time there, I, I went as hard as uh, as XPW represented. No, that's good. I think you represent it very well, especially for your um your size and whatever. I mean, he really, specifically because of you, he obviously is about inclusivity, gender equality. I um, opened up that door. Yeah, we, we got a black guy. We got a gay guy. We have a, tr- we have a trans person. We have a trans girl like yourself, so. The fuck off. You know what your problem is? Is you people. You people are uh, the problem. And you know, I'm just gonna be nice just for the sake of being nice today, but um because I feel I sorry opened up kidding. the bag. I shouldn't have started. You were being very well behaved and then I called you a trans person. Well then I can get a thousand dollars a month from the state of California. Do they I'll fucking say I'm a girl right now and move to, to California. If I'm going to get a shoe. And I'll one. call ice on your fucking ass because that's okay, what I No. You know what? I never knew the, what are they called when the people stand outside Home Depot and try to get the, um, like the immigrants, they stand on like the curb by the Home Depot to pick up the contract work. They have a name, but we, I've never seen that over here. Like we, I, we don't have like uh, that many immigrants like that are just like their Border jumpers? Outside. They are border jumpers, yes, but like they have another name when they stand out there for the for the Home Depot shift. But bro, it's fucking. I've never seen that, and I went with Rob to go get light tubes and stuff, and he pointed <laughs> it out to me, and I couldn't stop laughing for like an hour. I've never seen anything like that. I thought, and the best part about it was, I was like, "Well, what do they do?" And Rob goes, "They'll do anything," and I'm like, "Anything?" And he looks at me and goes. Well, they won't like blow you or fuck you, <laughs> but they'll like mow your lawn and shit. They'll do that, but you know we could probably, you know, we could probably put them in the audience of an XPW show for when I come out, and I could like yes. whip them back to the border or something somehow, because that's just like the biggest problem, um, one of the biggest problems. But anywho, um, give them yeah. a couple beers, and we'll fucking cool. We'll we'll uh, <laughs> we'll put like have the call leaders poison the kool-aid we'll do that with the beer and we'll just have them all dead that's how the show ends with all the fucking hispanic people in the crowd dying we're not trying to get rob arrested just just so you know but did you even want to wrestle growing up like what did you really want to be like a barista or something what do you (laughs) do anyway influencers yeah whatever what did you want to be yeah i always dreamed about being a flight attendant that was uh, that was the job that I thought. No, I well, growing up in Canada, you play hockey. At least majority of people do. So obviously, I did that for a large portion growing up. And then uh, when I was in like grade nine, I just was like, dude, school fucking sucks. I hate sitting here and learning about bullshit that I don't want to like learn about. So uh, I ended up uh, once I got, I was like watching wrestling at the time. Like I took in a break from like grade seven, eight, nine, probably end of grade nine. I got back into it. And uh, when I was watching it, I was like, you know what? Like, I, I, I was good at theater. I was good at sports. I could probably, it's a nice mesh of both of them. Uh, I could probably make it work. And when I typed in, like, wrestling schools near me, because you have no idea, like, how, like, you're like, how do I even get into wrestling? You have no, like, you, it's such a weird, like, thing to get into. Um, and I typed it in, and there was one, like, five minutes from my house that was owned by Santino. So I was like, oh, wow, there's, like, one of the best schools, like, right down the road. And I had no idea it was even there. Um, so yeah, it was easy. I went in there and then, uh, the rest is kind of history, but deathmatch I got into from, there was a girl that wrestled here. I uh, named Jules Malone. who used to wrestle for CCW back in the day. And I don't, I don't think she did XPW. I think she was more IWA Mid-South than CCW, but, but she was like early 2000s kind of thing. Same, same era as XPW. And, uh, she, she wrestled here and she did deathmatch and nobody else really did deathmatch from here. 
but she was wrestling. Uh, there was a show that was like five, 10 minutes from my house at a place called the Rock Pot, which still is, runs now. It's a sick little bar. And uh, they uh, were having a death match. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to do one. Uh, and I was like, I'll do one against her. And it was on my 18th birthday. So the first one I had was against her. And then after it, I was kind of just like, it, it stunned me. I was like doing drugs. Like it makes you not want to go back to normal shit because it's so fun doing that, you know? And it kind of fries out your normal like perception for wrestling. Like I don't, I don't get that excited for normal matches now. It's like almost you just like want to do death matches because they're more exciting. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how it speedballed into it. Now I heard this rumor that you're getting your own trading card. Hey, that'd be nice. I, I haven't heard that yet. Yeah, I heard this. It'll have like a lip print on it as well, and like one of these sexy poses of you. And then yeah. I don't know if that's true or not, but I think I hope I, I don't know who your fan base would really be that comes to actual XPW shows. You know, uh, you know, it's funny. I think you know who ordered one. I'm pretty sure your mom and Blue Meanie. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe the Blue Meanie. <laughs> Absolutely, because that like we already know that. But do you think he gets fucked in the ass? Can you confirm or deny that Blue Meanie gets fucked in the ass? By what? On his heart. <laughs> by by male genitalia. Oh no, I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I think it could have happened had I've gone had I like called the police that day when he like gave me eighteen stitches. That definitely would have happened that night for sure. Too real. Too real, Jasmine. <laughs> I know it's fucking PSA great. time. Wait, quick PSA. Don't don't beat your girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, but, you know I don't I don't really like canceling people and stuff like that for it. You know, and I don't want him to be canceled. Um, you know, I just didn't go out there like telling everyone a blah 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 blah. What was canceled in the old fashioned way? No, bitch, go take your shit, motherfucker. Um, now with XPW, what do you think are some of your favorite moments? Well, I just recently learned about Ultra Boy Luke, and I've been going down a rabbit hole of Ultra Boy Luke. And I don't know how long he was there for. I don't think it was. I know he still wrestles now under like Luke Hawks. And he looks completely different. But <laughs> the Ultra Boy Luke gimmick, the thing that's so funny about it is I can picture Rob in like the fucking office, like thinking about it and just being like, wow, he's a fucking Ultra Boy. Like, make him Ultra Boy Luke or something. And then Ultra Boy Luke being born. So that obviously is the, the common fucking Vic Grimes getting chucked. Uh, New Jack trying to kill him. Haha, <laughs> not a big deal. And uh, then one, obviously, I wanted to ask you about it. We talked about it earlier, and I'm invading the locker room where I love XPW. I would fucking take a bullet for God and Rob Black, but I wanted to hear the 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 background of it because I feel like there is that whole Vic Grimes <laughs> thing. Oh my God! Like it didn't surprise me when that happened with Vic. Like how New Jack did it. Then he just like walked. I know he wasn't going to jump off the scaffold. Wait, I'm like, so New Jack was on ECW side, right? No, no, I'm talking about, yo, of course he was. But uh, oh, when oh, he was Vic in the Grimes. whole thing with Vic Grimes with the taser. Okay, yes. Dude, yeah, get into oh that. Oh my God. So he, first and foremost, let's go back to the thing that started it. Now, yeah. you're up there with this man on a scaffold. You have spoken about this, about what you guys might and might not do. You know, and you're up there all the way up. It's like skydiving. You just go, right? And just see what happens. But you're up there with him. He's like, all right, on the count of three, one, go. Come on, Vic. One, two, come on, man. We got to go. You're not That's listening. That's a good new job. After the yeah, match, my, my 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 invitation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you have the whole mass transit incident. Fine. So he has more respect for you than that, clearly. But the thing <laughs> is, he's up there saying, "We gonna go. Come on, three men. Come on, let's just go." And one, two, three. You're not going. Like he could have killed him that oh, night. Yeah. You know. 100%. He, he so what does said he there was like shit coming out of his ears and stuff, which like not <laughs> healthy, dude. You know. That's, that's fast forward to the tasering <laughs> you, you're all the way up there and he starts he starts tasering him which i think is the lightest possible thing he could have done right knowing you because it freezes him he's not gonna fall off yeah that's true he's gonna just go to the floor exactly where he is and then he's a new dad for what, like sashaying down the scaffolding, just like he just went walking down and those steps got you back and he just goes. But that's, that's what, how you met. did you remember that in Dark Side of the Ring? He, I, he probably said it and I just didn't remember him coming back to say, after throwing him off, him coming down to say, that's the best level of cattiness, having to throw one more fucking insult in as the guy's like all fucked up with his broken ankles. 
it's fucked up. It's sad. You know, he could have killed him too, but he could have killed New Jack. And it's really sad. Like it really bothers me when, you know, people talk about New Jack because it's like, he was one of the nicest people. And it's like, why don't one of the Kardashians die or something or like freaking Justin Bieber. Sorry. I know he's from Canada, but like, or Donald Trump. No, not Donald Trump. Fuck you. Lord and Savior. The king. The king. The king has fallen. The king has not fallen. The king's back. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. No, not the king's back. Cut a promo is Donald Trump. That's your back. I don't know how to do. I'm not. Cut Alec a promo is Donald Trump coming back to kill people. black people. Right, and I'm not Alec Baldwin. It goes around like killing someone, so I can't <laughs> do the presentation that well. He should do that. He should actually. No, that was horrible. What he did, and like the do Christopher Watkins. Huh? Do Christopher Watkins. Christopher Watkins. What film? I don't know. What Just was Christopher in- Watkins. Christopher, I can't do Christopher Walkins. I'm Christopher Walkins. Hi, I'm Christopher Walkins. <laughs> huh? What do you fucking think? I could do a genteel Southern accent. Um, but no, New Jack's accent I could do. But getting back to New Jack, that was just a really, I mean, he was gangster. He's working for a gangster federation. He was using NWA music without even asking. But that Vic Grimes thing was sickening. Like when you saw that, were you even scared to get in a ring with New Jack potentially one day? (laughs) The first time I saw it, I was in like grade six or five. Like we were really early. Like I was so young watching it. And I was like, this is absolutely like fucking insanity. And actually the craziest thing about that show that I took away was that R-Truth worked on it as well. Like, R-Truth wrestled on it, which is, like, he's such a fucking worker, like, such a suitcase that he's been everywhere. But, yeah, that was a, it was insane seeing it. And, no, to answer your question, like, I never, I never assumed that I would be uh, at XPW. When I got older, I realized, like, in, like, kind of where I was going with my career, that XPW was the best fit. Because, like, I was kind of figured myself as more of, like, an edgy or, like, talent. I mean, someone that kind of wanted to take more chances because I grew up on a lot of, like, comedy and, and, like, stuff that people were able to take those chances um, and then uh, I knew Rob would be a good fit where I could really like do kind of what I wanted to do and express how I wanted to express shit. Yeah, well, a lot of people do that. I, I, I you could find a pink, white and blue flag anywhere. So where, um, well, what if AEW called you? I'm just curious. I would tell him, suck my hoop. No, I'm kidding. I would, I would, I mean, if AEW called, obviously you would do it. I mean, the if the price point's right, you're going to take it, but um. I would make sure that it's something, you know, that I'm not going to get fucked over with. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know. That's just the whole thing. You know, you never know after, especially after watching Dark Side of the Ring. But OK, so next. The thing, next did they do it on. Sorry, sorry to cut you. Did they do yeah, it no on problem. AEW? I didn't see that. AEW? No, they're yeah. not in there. <laughs> no, you might have guys that are in AEW that were on there, but they're not going to do AEW on there. What 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 controversy could such a lily white place have right the biggest I mean, yeah, controversy they... they would ever have is if they ever brought in mega maga <laughs> sign it book it. it tony tony fears mega maga we tony need those fears signs. mega maga will throw his family back to their country tony from aew fears the mega <laughs> maga faction because i will call ice on his fucking family's ass so fast they'll be back <laughs> And wherever they're from, making make, making spicy foods and getting people sick. Tony is afraid of Mega Maga because I'm going to tell you why. Because of that 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 movie on Netflix, Wild Wild Country. That is why. I haven't anyway. seen that one. Never well, heard of it. See. It's so. It's is it close. good? We it's have a really different good. Netflix than you guys too, though. We have like a shittier like Netflix, so it might not be on there. You should look it up. It's about an East Indian um, set of people that come to this country and they take over this really small area of um, Antelope, Oregon. No, Antelope, Colorado, Oregon. Where was it? It was somewhere up north. Yeah. And then they um, they just they're very boisterous about what they did. But it was like a cult. And you had like guys kind of like what your your breed does, having sex with underage kids and stuff. Not Hey, no, that's (laughs) that is. You do not have to go. go I'm messing with you. Um, But it just has this whole thing. They were poisoning the whole town at one point so they could just take over. Right. So Tony Khan is too much of a pussy to ever have the Mega Maga faction or hard body because it would probably like cancel them. Number two, he's way too much of a wuss because he knows the first thing we do is kick him and his ancestors out. So 
Your other favorite moment in XPW, was it really a favorite moment or a questionable moment with ECW? Yeah, I just wanted your uh, your inside take on it. I mean, it's one of the more more historic moments for sure from it. So I that wanted happened the, in the uh, parking lot. Well, I thought it was kind of just okay. So what they got tickets to first row, big deal. But I just knew something was up because I just knew I knew Rob, and then you know it's like it was Rob then. This is Rob fifty point zero now. That was Rob. I mean, it was Rob. I'm sorry. It's it's funny, but. Um, and not in a derogatory way, but I just think he's up to something. So during the main event, um, that girl, like for last year, tits, you just don't do that during the main event. You, you could understand this and people who respect the art of wrestling and just what people do and what you go through and what your bodies go through. You just don't do that. You save, save the tits till the end. You're right. You save them till after. Right. Or save them for the street <laughs> corner with a mattress tied to your back. So right. Then, uh, you know, and one thing I respected is he had, like, at that point, he had a lot of nudity and stuff like that in his, you know, in his uh, promotion, which I think was great. He had all the TNA. And that was like, I'm, I'm glad he pushed that level of it, but not, you know, like what they did that night. They never came into our locker room. Everything took place in the parking lot. <laughs> right. Because, so no yeah, it's so misconstrued. The huh? story gets the story is so misconstrued. It's like depending on what shoots you listen to, everybody's telling it and and has their own little like salt and pepper that they put on it. You know what I mean? Well, everyone looked fine when they came back into the dressing room. That's <laughs> all I know. It was a no hits to the face fight. XPW and ECW squaring off, and they go no strikes to the face though. <laughs> I don't know if that no. I just like I stayed in the back. I just knew everyone went out into the parking lot. Like they were escorted out um someone got their face spat in I don't know I can't say who I think it was the girl um uh -oh. I don't know who did it though uh-oh and Yo, uh, huh? what would you have done if you went outside to check and they were all just sucking each other off see that would be you and that's your brain thinking that <laughs> I wouldn't really um no I wouldn't it really doesn't know. just necessarily have to be me if they were sucking each other off it could have been like somebody else like New Jack Messiah could have been doing something. You don't say new Jack. You're an Messiah asshole. could have been doing some been handsy with Dude, somebody. You know, handsy or lack thereof. That was so crazy because I totally oh, forgot about that whole thing. It's like I wanted to bring it up. I, that was yeah. one of the moments I wanted to bring up. You have to. Well, okay, careful what obviously we say on that. But we can but. say, I mean, I don't think anything of that. You don't even know. Like people just accuse people, and it's just such a loose thing to do. <laughs> You know, it's just accused people of things. We don't know what happened. You don't know. Maybe he owed someone money. I, I heard he had a gambling problem. <laughs> That's like so third grade. Sorry. Hey, look. It's a magic. How many period. times do you think this one was pulled in the locker room after that? I don't this classic know. Bit. I was way gone. I just heard about it. I'm like, well, I heard he had a gambling problem. So maybe that's what it was. Oh, fair. Okay, there's a guy that lives, he used to wrestle here um, at UWA. It was a venue, I think ECW might have ran there as well. They, they booked a lot of their guys, but he, he used to wrestle years ago, has a huge cocaine problem. His brother, um, they, he died uh, a couple of years ago, uh, went missing for a couple of days. He fell off a boat, but it turns out like he owed so many people money, I guarantee you. They just kind of like hucked him in and, and that was the end of it kind of thing. And um, his brother now, who I'm friends with, he lives like an hour or two up the road in Grimsby. You know, it's near Niagara. Uh, they have fucking um, what's it called? People are putting signs up all over his neighborhood saying where is and then his name, and like they've been like stapling them up to like boards and shit, like off the highway in his neighborhood, like saying like where is and then literally his name on it. So I don't know how this dude's fucking. <laughs> I would be like freaking the fuck out, but yeah, somebody's coming for him for sure. That's creepy. Then you see like Dark Side of the Ring episodes and you hear like all these alleged connections people had, like Dino Bravo and things like that. That's why I said we're well, your friends from Laval, Montreal, because it's so many, it's a lot of sketchy things I heard go on up there. Yeah. So Laval's a tough huh? Laval's huh? like a tough town. Like they have a, a oh, yeah. hockey league where there's only fighting in it. Like they don't even really play. So oh, that's yeah, pretty like fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll send you a link for it. It's pretty funny. But yeah, it's insane. Yeah, Laval's pretty tough. So yeah, that's crazy. So getting back to your XPW fetishes um, or fantasies. Yeah, I think it's great. Like I think Rob definitely puts together something different than everyone. That's, and by the way, the whole Tony Khan thing. Yeah, I mean, um, 
my mother is like part East Indian. So I could say things like that. Uh, Same. Your mother, you're fucking white, dude. You're <laughs> I'm white. East Indian. How the hell are you East Indian? Because I identify today as an East Indian male. What are you going to do next? Identify as a fucking female? And I'm like, going to go get... put my fucking, I have my shoes off already. And I was about to put my carpet down and pray. Oh my God. Actually, I'm not even kidding. I have to deliver pizzas at four o'clock. <laughs> Anywho, so moving right along, what's another one of your XPW moments this year? Like, what did you like this year? But what were some of the, you know, I know that you follow it all the time. Is that cocaine? No. Oh, okay. Not yet. Not <laughs> like yet. you didn't blow on my show. So <laughs> let's go forward to some of the XPW moments this year that you really like. Yeah. And also in the past as well, because obviously you've watched it for a while. Yeah. Well, for this year, for sure, not to toot my own horn, but me and Drake Younger match, I think was, uh, it was very, uh, it set the pace nice. It was a nice return for him. Uh, I was like, to the point, he got through shit and, uh, you know, got to just kind of show. I think it took everybody um, back a bit, obviously that I could compete, but also just like how he had to miss the beat, which I don't know why they would have thought that he would have. He looked fucking insanely good compared to when, like, the guy was absolutely chiseled when he came back. Like, obviously, he's going to be even better than fucking before. So, yeah, it was that was a great uh, a great one. And then uh, I liked Bobby Beverly and Necro in Newark. I feel like that match doesn't get a lot of love. It was a fucking bloodbath. Um, they went. What did you uh, like about it, though? Uh, just that they were so rugged. And it was the same thing that I love about Necro until I'm in the ring with him, is that he doesn't really use too many weapons and shit. But he's like, my friend asked me the other day, he was like, hey, he's a fan of XPW2, obviously. He goes, what, do you think they're going to put a belt on Necro? And I was like, Necro's so sick at being like that spot on the card that's between the title match that'll have no gimmicks attached to it, but everybody's still going to be glued to it and they're not going to leave, you know? So he's like a great like glue match where you can put anywhere and people are going to stay and, and watch it, you know? So, and, and he's so rugged, he uses everything. But then again, when I'm in there with him and he's throwing fucking guardrails at me and shit, I'm like, I like this a lot better when I'm watching it on the monitor to him doing it to like Big Joe or somebody else, you know? So yeah, those, those for sure. It's kind of scary when I see him get in there. Like I do, I'm not gonna lie, I get scared for him every time he's in there, but being in New Jersey with all that blood, it's like when Bobby Beverly hit me, I just didn't know like whose blood was on me. I'm like, well, someone's <laughs> blood is on me. I have yeah. no idea. My mom's like, like, this is crazy. She thinks we're all crazy, by the way. Wait, does your mom come to the shows? No, she watches them. She used to come to ECW it's, shows and she thinks we're all sick in the head. Yeah. Is am I your mom's favorite wrestler? She, I heard she was the one who ordered one of the cards. Anyway, <laughs> Fucking go slam. Ahead. Zoom in on Jasmine's face. Yeah, we it was to it. give you like um like some she felt bad for you, that's why. Because you know the sales are pretty low in that. That was one for the community, zero for Jasmine. What community? community one of, the community no, of love. Now, I said what I just did say, so it is one for me, is that I just told you that the only reason she ordered it is because she felt bad that you would not have high orders. That is why. So you've only sold so two cards. She gave me a sale. I will say, too, I heard after the match with Mega, he sold a fuckload of merch or T-shirts or whatever merch thing he had dropped. So if we didn't do her job, I don't know what the fuck, you know, I don't know what our job was. But yeah, we I think we made made him a good amount of cash. But how long did it take your face to heal after Drake used that thing in it? Um, I mean, a couple of days. So the Drake thing, the, the thing that made the syringe spot so awesome was, and I used to like not do it so hard. And obviously he's a pro and he gassed it like to shoot the thing through. And it made such a like streamline. So the effects of it under the lights looked amazing. And just so happened the ref is a fucking dumbass and was standing right in front of it trying to get a better look <laughs> so when drake shoots it it goes in the ref's face and he sells it like freaking out so that also added a, a shit ton to it so it was basically a mixture of drake being a pro and then the ref being a fucking idiot <laughs> well it also adds to you i thought maybe you wanted like you had uneven dimples or something so maybe you had yeah. like a <laughs> well there was i used and i have them somewhere they were insulin needles like i got the wrong syringes one time and they're like really like short ones um, like the, the pin is really short. So my buddy went to go do it to me and he couldn't get it all the way through. So he got it like halfway through my cheek and then was trying to like find it and push it and force it through the other side. He was hitting my tongue, my teeth, like everything. And then when I checked after it was like all black, like on the inside. So I don't know if he killed like 
like there was internal bleeding or whatever but yeah like the whole like inside of my cheek went uh went black from that so yeah, yeah. I, that's the last time I got the if I do the short ones now I'll just have them stab them in my like bomber and my fucking shoulders what are some of your favorite moments from um what, what old xpw did you actually watch besides well it seems like you watched everything right it would have been everything because it was past tape trading, which made it a lot easier to watch for sure. Um, I know that that was kind of where like they got most of their uh, most of their shit from. But no, it was basically mainly Messiahs, um, Supremes. Um, I, like I said, I went down on a rabbit hole of watching Alter Boy Luke, uh, some New Jack stuff, and then like a bit of underground shit because I wrestled with Halloween. Uh, if you remember him in uh, in Mexico when I was down there. So he, uh, when I went down there, I was watching kind of a lot of his shit just to um, kind of see what the fuck he was about because I hadn't heard a lot about him from, from wrestling here. You're such a smaller guy than most of the guys on the roster. Do you think you can compete in any of the women's matches at any point since you're all about equality? Yeah, well, that was that was one thing I wanted to call call out a couple of the women's division because I think they're fucking soft, dude. I think the women's division is fucking soft, and I'm ready to shave off this fucking face. And January 5th, I'm coming to the Theater of Brutality in Rochester, and I'm going to come out there. I'm going to grab the stick, as always. But tonight, that night, it's going to be a little bit different. My pronouns aren't going to be he, him. It's going to be she and her, and I'm going to challenge the top fucking chick. I'm going to challenge Ludark and I want a shot at her women's belt because I think I'd be a better women's champion than the current women's champion. And if I have to chop my dick and balls off too, I'll do that. So wait, is she going to be there on the fifth? No. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, let me tell you something about Ludark. I wouldn't want to mess with her. And secondly, you know, what you're doing is like this whole thing of suppression. You're still a man suppressing a woman. You do get that. Like we don't what have suppressing same- mean. Was that the shoe shoe company? No, asshole. When you suppress someone, (laughs) it means that you're holding them back. So you're still, well, whatever you want to call yourself, you're still a guy suppressing a woman because we don't, no matter how much someone takes testosterone, they don't have the same bone mass as you do. So it's really messed up that you think you're going to go and fight a woman. So I I dare you to, because I know Ludark will fuck you up. So I, if suppress means to hold back, how about you suppress these nuts? I should have, you know, the next time, the next time I have that Singapore cane, I am going to fucking whack I'm gonna the out of you for I that. was fucking ready. The last couple cracks you took, I caught it. I gave you the chicken wing and I fucking chicken snagged wing. it from you. Also, I hit Danny Ramirez with a light tube and I'm not even kidding you. I saw him sleeping like 10 minutes after we got to the back and I seriously thought he had mercury poisoning or something. I thought I fucking killed him. Cause like, how do you just fall asleep that quick after the fucking match? I thought he died. He was okay, though. He was just gay. Oh, shit. Did you mute? Check your check your mute. I said that would be you. So anyway, what are some of your other favorite moments in XPW wrestling? Or some, actually, let's say some of your more holy shit moments. So you had the ECW locker room. We had the, um, what you thought was, we had the Vic Grimes New Jack situation what else yeah there was women's matches go ahead give me give me the most uh the most historic one in history where actually i just learned about recent like not i obviously i knew about it but i learned that he wasn't it was it wasn't even the thumb that he was going for there was another body part that might have been out there trying to get oh lorena bobbitt no fucking was Dick slash That's what I said, Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah, she was going to oh, get Lorena Bobbitted. Yeah, she she's a really smart woman. So back in the 90s, she cut her husband's dick off because she found out he was cheating. Well, supposedly he was cheating on her or whatever. And she got on. Uh, she's not guilty. She now okay, has a hair sick. salon in Virginia Beach and she has real estate. Don't ask me how I know that. Um, yeah, that would have been great. But uh, yeah, so anyway, moving past this whole, I I, I still think he owed someone money because that's my, I, I'm 100% sure he owed someone money and that's how that happened. But uh, he had some, great. Somebody, owed him, somebody owed him their comeback. No pun intended. What do you think some of the other matches were that actually put the company on the map this year when they came back? Um. Well, the first show that you guys had, and I wasn't, I'm not crazy about this guy, and it's, it's known kind of, but Hoodfoot, 
Uh, he had uh, we have just beef from behind the scenes. I can't get into it, obviously, but he uh, him and Necker had a really good match. I think that kind of set everybody back and uh, or kind of got a lot of people back. And uh, there wasn't even when XPW came back. I feel like people think there's a lot more hate around it than there is even now, just because it's so vocal. Like the, the hate so much more vocal than like the praise. But as a wrestler, like coming in. Uh, like doing deathmatch, I never like the, in the locker room and shit. There was never any talk of like fuck XPW, don't work for XPW. Like you know what I mean. It was just more recently when they started to do good and like shit started coming back. That promoter started telling their guys like, hey, listen, I don't want you working over here. I don't want you doing this. I don't want you like working for them because they wanted them like solely for themselves. You know, so um, it it's it's fine. That's whatever. But like these guys who are making like seventy five dollars to go fucking do death matches like $120 like max to go do these death matches and it's like bro like that's it's it's not gonna it's not worth it you know what I mean in the long run I mean like I, I agree I was like I had other offers I was just at something in Philadelphia and they were asking me the promoter who brought me in to sign he's like well do you want to do some shows for me I really don't want I'll go do shows overseas it depends yeah. for who but you know like I just you know, I would never want to work for another company locally ever. And that's the truth because it's really fun working with Rob again. And yeah. I want him to do well. And, you know, you can't always believe what you hear about people. You know, people say I'm, you know, a bitch and that's wrong. I'm a certified bitch, but you know, at least I know my, at least I know what my standards are. Uh, <laughs> where do you see the future of wrestling now that we have, we have XPW, right? We have this coming back. There's so many different things on fight TV. What do you think sets us apart? besides the fact that we're the best, what else do you think sets apart XPW when you turn on Fight TV and you see like all the stuff down the site, all the different promotions? Well, whatever it is must be working because if you look at their trending XPW, as long as there's a show coming up, it's pretty much in the top 10 every single week of like trending stuff. And there's like a lot of like top level, like kickboxing and boxing and fucking more like MMA shit on there that people click and watch, right? Everybody, like when I started training, Santino was really like judo based like he was a very like actual shoot fighter so he kind of instilled into us that like there was it was going to go towards like no not as much character more just like being like MMA based and I feel like it's kind of turning more towards like character storylines like like more because the wrestling people have kind of seen everything that there is to see not that there's still stuff that you can't do but they've seen a lot of it and it's it's going to take more than the actual wrestling to keep people intrigued and brought back into it and uh that's that's just second part i think that's what xpw does so well is that they have a good formula where they're they're keeping people engaged um and the fans feel more connected because there's so much more backstory to these characters and so much more like peeking behind the curtain into the, the lives of these guys that people feel more connected than a danny demonto who the only time you hear from him is him trying to sell you something you know so as a fan it's like it's it's we're not we're trying to give you content we're trying to give you something to watch we're not just trying to you know be like hey we're doing a merch sale 20 percent off everything like you know or a facebook live sale like whatever it is you know so yeah, i feel like yeah fans he's got to buy his pasta somehow um and <laughs> i know that's mean but i think one thing we do lack nowadays is we lack um like stars do you know what I'm saying? Like in the WWE, you had stars that were larger than life and just the whole yeah. theatrics. Do you think that's something XPW is slowly bringing back into the uh, wrestling game? Yeah, because, yeah, I feel like WWE, and who am I to say, but like I feel WWE dropped the ball on that, where growing up, there were huge stars that you looked at, and now there's not really a guy on the roster that you're just like, oh, my God, this guy's the fucking guy, you know? So it's, um, yeah, it's definitely, they, they've taken a, a stop from that. Um, I think SPW's done a great job of, of isolating these guys where it's like, if you want to see the, like Drake is, and I know I keep praising him, but he's such a great get for us. Cause it's like, yeah. if you want to see, people are excited to see him back. And if you want to see him back, the only place you can go to see him is XPW. Slack is a legend. Masada is a legend. Necro is a legend. These guys that people have watched their whole, their whole careers as fans watching. Um, if they want to see them now, which they're still wrestling, like you, like for Necro, you don't know how much longer. I'm sure he's gonna go until he fucking dies. He's gonna go until he's 80, but like you don't know how much longer he's gonna go until he retires. And people know that, so they want to stay and watch his matches. 
and um and and pay him that respect that he gave them through through the years of him wrestling so if they want to do it they have to go to xpw so it's great for us because we we get those clicks you know yeah i really i just it's so it's so weird because never in my younger self did i ever think i'd be walking with necro butcher to the ring and i remember watching him when i was younger like i watched like miss elizabeth sharing those are the people i watched growing up because i always wanted to be like a woman uh like a nancy sullivan type because i love nancy sullivan and i loved everything she did i liked her whole satanic angle with kevin sullivan it's even more historical that he booked his <laughs> he booked his own divorce <laughs> do you still talk to kevin sullivan um no he worked for me in 3pw but i why what's up do you know him or something well he was trying to grab like dude he wanted to yeah. grab bro i forget how many it was like a, a, an insane amount of pills and he was only in town for like four days and i was like bro this is going to fucking kill you if i give you this like if you plan on only taking it for the four days you're here because he was gonna fly back home you can't fucking take that shit with him you know what I mean? And it was like, I'm not going to say obviously what it was, but it was like pretty strong, like drug that I was like, I can't give you this amount of it, but it was like a really large quantity. Like I would say it was around over like 150 pills for four days of like really strong shit. And I was like, I'm not killing Kevin Sullivan. So I didn't do it. You but that was like two weeks ago. It was like recently. Serious. Yeah, no, it, was, it was insane. I was like, this guy's going to fucking croak. Cause there's some dumbass in some town that will get him that. You know what I mean? And then like, they're just going to feed it to him the whole time he's there. He's going to be miserable because he's in a shitty cold town or whatever. And he's coming in from Cali or wherever he's coming from. So he's going to be pissed off. And then he's going to fucking die on, on your couch. Oh my God. That's like, that's a creepy story. But yeah, no, I just- Rest in peace, Kevin Saul. I think that Rob is bringing back, I think XPW is bringing back like a lot of things that we haven't seen in a while. What are some of the things you think that- um Rob Black is bringing back into wrestling that we're lacking right now, besides cool people. I think tits. There needs to be more tits in wrestling. And Rob does a great balance. If you look at XPW compared to the other companies, the tits to wrestling ratio is the best out of all of them. What do you so. mean? No, if there's more wrestling than there are tits. What are you talking about? No, there's more wrestling than there is tits oh, for yeah. sure. But look at other shows. The tits to wrestling ratio is probably like a 50 to 1. XPW, you're getting like a 50 to 10. Every five things, one of them's gonna have tits, you know. Yeah, that's something to look forward to. Maybe it's a great transition and try. It's a way to have transitional therapy so people don't get all confused. That's a transition. That's a transition into our next segment where I'm gonna get silicone tits put in on the show. You're gonna get tits. Yeah, we're gonna put them in on the show. <laughs> I just call in a, a crew and everyone comes in and starts putting silicone tits on me. Oh my Jasmine, god. Jasmine, would you still love me if I had silicone tits? If I had no, because then you'll become my competition. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm gonna be Miss XPW. You heard it here first, everybody. I'm gonna be 2023 Miss XPW. Hard bodies shooting for it. He's calling a shot, Barry Bond style. I'm gonna win it. And like yeah. I said before, if I have to do the mangina on stage and get the landing strip going, I'll do it. I hope not. Anyway, yeah. So um, anything else that really catches your eye in XPW? Or yeah, well, the, your eye? The, the freedom of it. And that's why I was so scared walking on ice and other companies because you were always, there was always that scare of like, even so when cancel culture started and I went back into wrestling, I went, it was in Texas because it was during kind of COVID that it, that it happened right before COVID. So we didn't really get a chance to wrestle like, like during it um and then i went back to go to a show in texas and i was in a car with guys and we were all shooting the shit like it would normally have been before covid and someone's like oh like every time like the conversation would get going someone would be like oh i don't want to get canceled like you know we shouldn't say that and then it would just like die back down like it would just buzz kill it and then everything would go back down again and then you would have to build it up and then somebody would say that again and it would just fucking kind of kill it again so it was yeah it was since then onward and that was like fuck three four years ago I don't know it all feels like a blur because time was so shitty at the time anyways right there's nothing to do and you don't really do much so it feels like forever that it's been like this so knowing that Rob kind of gives you that freedom to do what you want and you don't really have to worry about like if there are repercussions to it he'll he'll deal with them accordingly not just like a fucking pussy that has his back to the wall for a couple nickels and dimes in my rollout um he doesn't want to yeah he doesn't care what the fans say of, of it terming 
determining his vision and his product. So, and when you relate to his vision and his product, it's a good fit and everything works, right? So, yeah. Where do you also, think though, that- I got pizza delivery in 40 minutes. Yeah, so. that's fine. We'll be done before then. You shouldn't be eating pizza anyway. I thought you I were don't supposed eat the to be pizza. hard I eat what the do you- past this. I eat the, there's a Swiss chalet. It's like a Boston market beside it. Oh. Do you like Boston market? Oh, you're not. I like no, the, um, the marshmallow, um, the marshmallow sweet potatoes and the chicken. That sounds fucking retarded. Yeah, I know it's retarded. The whole world is retarded. Can we actually say the eight weeks? Yeah. And then, yeah, the last question for you is where do you, where do you see the whole, where do you see the future of XPW? Like, honestly, if you mm-hmm. had to think about it and yeah. What, they're, what they're back. There's no more talk about it. Like, is it going to survive? Is it not going to survive? Everybody's now, it's like, we're surviving and we're just thinking about how to grow it. You know, we're not even like, it's not even a thought in our heads anymore. So everybody's kind of on the same page with that. And uh, I think we have a good roster. And like, dude, these guys in in the other companies, they're going to fucking have falling outs with those guys. And they're going to get pissed off about driving 12 hours for 40 bucks and then and, and bleeding buckets for them, you know, or being told that they'll get put in a hotel and then they're not put in a hotel and they're sleeping in their car after they just fucking were up for 36 hours straight. You know what I mean? So they're, it, over time, we're just going to grow and grow and grow. And these other guys are just going to disintegrate. So uh, I'm just excited to, to see where it goes. I want a faction this year. That's what the fuck I want. You want a gay I want faction? A, <laughs> I want a gay faction. I want a gay, lesbian, and transgender faction. I want one of each. Yeah, and then one, and then so. one heater, and then and like a, brawling bow. What are your you and brawling bow? I'm gonna put brawling bow in a wig. So anyway, uh, two two last things. What was your? That's I'm not gonna tell me. You said that, but uh, I call him Bobo Fetish instead of Boba Fett, the Star Wars guy. <laughs> How's and uh, what are some of your other favorite? characters in xpw besides your whole man crush on drake and obviously uh, yourself and nephro homeless jimmy i always liked and then a couple guys wrestled on shows with him recently and said he's a fucking asshole so that kind of turns me away from him damien 666 i really like um i did a show with him during covid it was his he had just lost his wife right before then and uh, the budget for the show was really short and he told the promoter i don't give a fuck like what you can do for me. He's like, wrestling's my therapy and I just want to do this match. So then he came out and like, we gave him a good match and he grabbed the mic after and said how much like wrestling like meant to him and was important. So that was cool to like watch him as a kid um, and then come back and uh, and be able to like wrestle him and, and have him enjoy it. So that was always sick. Necro Butcher, obviously he's a fucking legend. Um, yeah, Masai was sick. Our truth I never really saw shit other than that one match because I had to go back and watch that whole show. Um, when fucking Vic Grimes got chucked. So, I mean, basically everyone that still wrestles to this day, all the guys that fell off, there's no wonder why they fell off. Well, I don't think he tasered everyone. I mean, New Jack, New Jack's New Jack. You just don't piss him off. I mean, you have the Mash Transit incident. Did they ever really go oh. into what happened in the back? Like the kid was running his mouth and he was like 17 years old. There's just a whole bunch of other elements to it that went on. I mean, what I don't- about the old dude, Gypsy Joe? Oh my God. Were you there for Gypsy Joe? It was a live event though. Like I wasn't at that show. Right. Yeah. It was like a smaller, smaller guy. It was like 30 people in the crowd. I think, (laughs) I don't know what it was. 31, 31 after Gypsy Joe got fucking hucked in there. You know, you just, I think with this type of business, it's just certain people you do things and don't do things to like iron Sheik. You don't go playing peekaboo with him. Uh, You don't, right six chic story he came to, yeah. to toronto to do a show and he took a bunch of mushroom or he wanted crack and they couldn't find it to him so brett the guy or the guy earlier that i was saying that they hammered the signs up looking for he got him mushrooms like that was the only thing he had on him and he was like yo i have these if you want and i guess she just took them because he was like pissed at the time like that he didn't have anything else and he locked himself in the car and had a bad trip and freaked the <laughs> fuck out and cussed everybody out with the window cracked like this much and just started screaming at everybody the whole night and then they drove home yeah, everyone has a chic story. It's unreal. So where do you see yourself going with your character? And did you always have this character of hard body? And why hard body? Because you, well, you're skinny. Never mind. I mean, that's, yeah, my trainer Santino gave it to me. 
Um, and yeah, I was, uh, Rob, Rob really turned it up a lot, um, on kind of what it was, but I had always like represented and done that stuff in the past. So, um, it was a good, uh, good, I was a good fit. I'd say candidate for that. And, uh, you know, I've been, been fortunate enough to take that position and, and run with it and do, you know, add my spin to it and, and kind of what I wanted to do with it. Uh, I'd like to work with Angel. That's a guy that for sure is a, a legend. And I kind of had a cool moment with him at the, the last show that he did in Cali. Where I was like, hey, like I'm sure, like you know, you, you went through a lot, but you, you made it easier for other people. Obviously, just playing pound sticks with him, like giving him the the little you know respect, love. But I could tell how nervous he was to go back out and do do the death match. So Edge Flack's not exactly a light opponent to kind of have your, uh, you know, your your first match back in there with. So I understand why he was he was you know he knew it was going to be a war kind of deal. But yeah, I'd like to have one with him and before he's done. Yeah, he's really a nice person. I think you guys would be perfect yeah. together. Just keep it professional with him and don't hit on him and everything like that. Don't have sex. Don't have anal sex with him in the middle of the and ring while the, kids, while the kids are trying Angel. to eat pizza. Well, oh shit, the kids eating the pizza at the thing and then me and Angel have sex in the ring. Does that remind you of anything that you sick Americans did? No, I don't know what you're talking about. But um, so yeah, so as far as wrestling, yeah, we do rank up there for sure. XPW wrestling and, you know, hard, but I think you're basically, would you consider, would you consider yourself homegrown talent in a way? Yes. 100% Joe. I'm a product of Rob Black's nut sacks. He jizzed in a fucking garbage can and Angel got anal raped in front of it. And then that thing went into an incubator and then somebody left an x-ray machine over top of it. And then homeless Jimmy pissed on it like fish eggs. I was born like fish eggs and then I came out of the egg and it was me. Well, that's perfect. You see, it's, it's a great, it's a very great description of um, how you want to describe yourself. So, <laughs> how you want to represent yourself. You have to represent properly. So yeah. I'm going to post all your socials, but can you tell everyone where they could find you online? Cause I'm sure more people want to see your stuff and buy Thank things. You. And when they could see you and just see your wittiness. Hello, hard body on social media. And then uh, find me at XPW, obviously XPW TV on fight. And uh, yeah, if you want to see my nudes, just DM me. I'll send you my underwear. I'll send you Jasmine's underwear, uh, whatever it is. I'll come make mac and cheese naked. Just let me know. Oh, and yeah. I'll wrestle for you. <laughs> yeah, apartment wrestling. Also, yeah, wrestling. Apartment wrestling, private wrestling. Yep, so yeah, yep, folks, I said before, and I, I think everyone deserves a voice, even though we may not get along the most and they could be very catty people like that and immature. But you guys wanted to know more about some of the characters in XPW and, you know, why we like working there. So I brought it to you all this week. Uh, so stay tuned next week. Enjoy the ride. And uh, you'll see you soon on Fight TV. Thank you for having me. Are you enjoying the ride on my crazy train? Woo! Please make sure to rate and review Crazy Train Podcast. Take a screenshot. Send it to me in a DM via Instagram. Twitter, or Facebook, and I will send you a free goodie bag. Oh, and Crazy Train Podcast is now on YouTube. So subscribe, Crazy Train Podcast, that's with a K, on YouTube for video interviews and never heard before interviews and some really cool bonus content. Woo!